and welcome to another episode of Hospitals in Focus. I'm your host, Chip Kahn. Today, we're back in Nashville at the offices of HCA Healthcare to talk about the evolving role of hospitals in the continuum of care and the concept of bringing the right setting of care to the patient. Our guest today is HCA's new CEO, Sam Hazen. Sam, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me, Chip. So let's get started, Sam. As I said, you took the helm of HCA Healthcare in January. To set the context for today's conversation, would you tell us about the company and your career, much of which has been spent at HCA? I'll be glad to. uh, I've been with the company 36 years, actually, uh, January 3rd this past year, so right about the transition that we just went through. I've uh, worked uh, in six different markets uh, in HCA over my career. I moved here in Nashville in 1997 and have been in a corporate role uh, with the company since 1997. So it's a great time to be in healthcare. I tell people this all the time. I think uh, the industry has a lot of things going on, but I think it's even even better time to be a part of HCA healthcare because we have some uh, unique opportunities in our company that I think we are executing on in a way that is allowing us to uh, be successful, be successful in uh, achieving our mission, be successful in responding to market dynamics, uh, being successful with respect to uh, responding to our different constituents, our employees, our physicians, uh, community, and so forth. And so uh, the company uh, is, 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 investing fundamentally at levels it's never invested uh, in achieving its mission chip, and we are uh, seeing uh, benefits from that. Our quality metrics continue to improve. Our patient experience metrics continue to improve. Our growth and market share performance in the company is really uh, at an all-time high. Our financial success uh, is uh, evident, we believe, in, in the results that we were able to show there, given the scale of the company and the efficiency that we bring. So uh, we're pleased with where the organization is, and we're looking forward to uh, the future as we continue to uh, uh, respond to our patients and doctors in a way that I think is unique. Sam, over the last 50 years of the company's history, uh, HCA Healthcare has been known for its inpatient services, but hospitals are increasingly uh, looking to ensure patient care outside the four walls of the overnight stay and focusing on the continuum of care across outpatient settings, from the doctor's office to urgent care to uh, freestanding hospital-based, hospital-owned emergency rooms to the hospital itself. Would you talk about your efforts to bring the right care in the right setting to your patients? So HCA is known as a, as a hospital company. We have roughly 185 hospitals uh, across 43 domestic markets and one international market, London. What people don't fully realize is we have another 1,800 to 2,000 ambulatory facilities that service our patients. Our patient mix uh, is less than 10% inpatient and 90% outpatient. Now, our revenue distribution is a little bit differently because an inpatient is a more revenue-intense environment. So our revenue is 60% inpatient and 40% outpatient, roughly. But the company has been very intentional over the last six or seven years in adding uh, more to our ambulatory setting so that we can take the care, if you will, to the patient. And we've done that by investing in different kind of facilities that we think are appropriate for the community and really appropriate for our patients so that they get the kind of uh, access that they want. 
Uh, today, HCA has uh, 145 or so ambulatory surgery centers. We have 1,200 physician clinics. Uh, we have roughly 130 urgent care clinics, and we have uh, 85 freestanding emergency rooms in our complement today. Uh, those components of our company are growing faster, as one would expect, um, as we continue to build out our networks. Our goal, uh, fundamentally, Chip, is to ensure that our patients have uh, care close to home and to have the right care close to home, whether that's an urgent care need, which is different than a freestanding emergency room, which is different than an ambulatory surgery center, whatever the case may be. And so that's part of our strategy is building out those components in a way that creates uh, an easy-to-access environment at the right price point, at the right uh, care setting, and so forth. And uh, that will continue to be a growth area for us. One setting that is beginning to receive a lot of attention in Washington uh, is that you mentioned in terms of this continuum is the freestanding uh, emergency room. Sam, could you give us uh, a picture uh, of what these hospital-affiliated freestanding ERs that you have uh, are like? When, when, when someone walks into one, uh, what would be uh, their expectation as a patient uh, of what would be available to them in terms of services, in terms of care, uh, regardless of whether they have a chest pain or uh, uh, they broke a leg? I mean, what, what can they expect? They can expect the same thing that they get when they walk into a hospital uh, emergency room. They're going to see the same kind of setup. It will be smaller, yes, but they're going to see the same setup, the same imaging capabilities, uh, lab capabilities, pharmacy capabilities, and so forth. Most of our freestanding emergency rooms are independent buildings uh, that are set up where it's convenient for the patients to drive up, walk in. It's convenient for the ambulances to drop off if, it, if they need to be delivered by an ambulance. Uh, you will see, again, um, a, a smaller uh, environment than what you would see in a hospital-based emergency room. Typically, we may have 12 uh, treatment rooms. We'll have our CT imaging capabilities and other radiology capabilities embedded in the, uh, the center. Uh, we'll have those kind of protocols in place and, and, and so forth. Uh, you know, typically, it's 10 to 15,000 square feet. Um, but uh, all in all, it is constructed in the same manner as our hospital-based emergency rooms. It tends to have the same flow, the same technology, um, and, and imaging capabilities, as I mentioned. Uh, and it's equipped to do exactly what our hospital-based emergency rooms can do um, in a very efficient and, and, and satisfying way. Uh, HCA Healthcare is obviously one of the pioneers uh, in freestanding uh, units. Um, would you talk about the community need uh, for these freestanding units, these ERs, uh, the role they play? And let's just do a little bit deeper dive in terms of their role in this system, uh, these systems that you have across the country. Sure. Uh, what's interesting is just last week I was in Denver, and the first uh, freestanding emergency room in HCA was out of Denver. And it's a, it's a facility that's what, 1995 to now, what is that, 25 years practically that has been in operation. So that was the first one. Uh, we actually studied that uh, particular center back in the uh, mid-90s, I think it was, to get a better understanding of what role it played and what significance it could have in taking care of patients and taking care of patients uh, well, we believe. 
And so through that study, we felt that uh, there was an opportunity in other communities for that particular uh, solution and, and model. And so we have expanded it over the years to, like I said, where we have roughly 85 operational freestanding emergency rooms today. Uh, what we have used that model to accomplish uh, is really three things. Uh, one is we have taken emergency room care to communities that are in a growing um, environment but may not necessarily need a hospital. And, uh, and that has allowed us to bring emergent care connect them to a larger system and have integrated care offerings for certain communities uh, and certain patients as as a starting point. In in a couple of instances, actually five, uh, we have expanded uh, a a freestanding emergency room that was the initial offering that we developed into a full-service hospital. Uh, the second thing that we've done is we've used our freestanding emergency rooms to reopen certain rural hospitals that had closed. Uh, we have, I think, five or six of our 85 today that are formal, former rural hospitals that closed, and we reopened them as a freestanding emergency room, allowing a community to, again, have emergent care capabilities so that the community could at least start with that. And then if they needed uh, more acute care requirements, they would be connected to a larger system uh, as well. And then I I think the third thing is, uh, as again, we've taken uh, care to the patient. In many instances, emergency rooms are very crowded already in hospital-based emergency rooms. And we've used our freestanding emergency room platform to offload capacity. And by that, I mean create an expansion of a hospital-based emergency room proximal to our hospital in a way that relieved congestion and capacity constraints that existed at our hospital-based emergency rooms. In many instances, it was a more cost-effective solution. Uh, It was more patient-friendly, if you will, in a sense of efficiency and service and so forth. And so those three uh, approaches is how we've um, uh, evolved our freestanding emergency room over the years. So it's interesting how you fit these emergency rooms, in a sense, with your system and approach it in a systematic way. Uh, there are other freestanding ERs that are not affiliated with hospitals that have um, uh, owner and operation separate uh, from hospitals. They're independent. How, how do you how do I differentiate between the services you provide in your ERs and sort of the requirements and uh, and what these other ERs do that are not necessarily fit into sort of a system system of care. Well, I can't speak entirely to what they do. I don't get full visibility into their operations. But I will say this, uh, for our freestanding emergency rooms, they are all connected to um, one of our hospitals. And they're connected to one of our hospitals through the same standards that our hospital uh, emergency room would have to have. They're Joint Commission certified. Uh, they're they're constructed in the same code and standards that our hospital-based emergency rooms are constructed. They are staffed with board-certified emergency room physicians as well as as trained emergency uh, trained nurses. They have the same disaster management protocols that our hospital emergency rooms have. So they're fully integrated into the system. They participate in the same contracts that our hospitals participate in. Uh, They take the same uh, patient mix and payer mix. 
in general that our hospitals do. Uh, and so they are just a component of our hospital in the same way uh, other components exist. And uh, we think that integration into the network or the system of the hospital is important for care continuity, for uh, patient transfers if ever needed, uh, and for the kind of uh, staffing and clinical protocols that we want uh, to exist in our emergency rooms. We score them the same way. Uh, We score them with respect to patient satisfaction, quality, uh, throughput, all of those measures that are important to our patients in a way that is uh, uh, 100% consistent with what we do inside of our hospitals. Most people don't realize this, Chip, but uh, in our freestanding emergency rooms, we actually see more, as a percentage of the total visits, more Medicaid and uninsured patients than we do in our hospital ERs. Not by a lot, but almost 50% of our patients in our freestanding emergency rooms are either Medicaid or uninsured. Some of the freestanding emergency rooms that aren't connected to a hospital system uh, most likely don't have that same payer mix. And and so I think from that standpoint, that may be one of the differences uh, that exists and their reasoning and rationale maybe for location and for the three reasons I said that we put a freestanding emergency room as part of our network may be slightly different. But I don't have great visibility into them. There's not uh, public reporting uh, per se on those uh, type of freestanding emergency rooms. But we think ours are different. We're doing it for the right reasons, we believe. And uh, it shows in patient satisfaction. Our patient satisfaction and our freestanding emergency rooms is over 80%. It's like 82 or 83%, which is incredibly good. Our hospital-based emergency rooms patient satisfaction is around 70%. So you can see how much our patients benefit from the uh, the service and the uh, efficiency that exists within these freestanding emergency rooms. And so I think from that standpoint, that's an important metric to us that, that indicates that they value what we're uh, bringing to them with this particular um, approach. Let's dig a little deeper, too, in terms of those patients. And uh, in terms of acuity level, uh, uh, in terms of, I guess, level of, of, of illness or condition, uh, how do your hospital-affiliated ERs sort of compare to the traditional campus-based ERs that you have? Well, clearly, our campus-based uh, ERs are a little bit more acute uh, about 10 to 12% more acute than our freestanding emergency rooms, which is not really as much as people think. Uh, that 10 to 12% is is driven really by two factors, I think. Uh, one is more Medicare patients tend to go to our hospital-based emergency rooms because they're delivered more frequently by EMS and ambulances. And then secondly, our hospital-based ERs uh, may be uh, in a position to offer, in some instances, uh, services that we don't fully offer inside of a freestanding emergency room, for example, trauma, or they may need, need to be a cardiac chest pain center. We, we, we wouldn't necessarily offer those kind of services in the freestanding ER, so the patient gets delivered to the hospital base. But I think the acuity levels are generally more um, acute than one would think Uh, And that's, again, evidenced by the fact that we take uh, any emergency case uh, that shows itself to one of our freestanding emergency rooms, and we're equipped 
with imaging. We're equipped with our personnel, as I mentioned, to take care of them. And then if they do need uh, additional care, we have the system, like I said, to take care of them. But all in all, the acuity is is slightly less. It's about 90% of what the acuity is in our hospital based, which I think is, uh, is, 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 is indicative of the system. It's indicative of the type of uh, payer mix that we get, and it's indicative of the services that we're trying to offer here. You know, I was very interested in one of the points you made, uh, Sam, about uh, the uninsured. Uh, you know, nationwide, the average uncompensated care at an acute care hospital as a percentage of operating costs is 4.4%. Uh, but at your facilities, uh, it is much higher, actually, 7.5%. Uh, much of the care likely comes from the emergency room. Uh, so could we talk a little bit more about uh, the amount of cost and and uh, commitment that you make to the uninsured in in your freestanding ERs as well as as the ERs uh, that are part of the hospital? Uh, roughly 20, 22%, something like that, of our patients in both our hospital-based emergency rooms and our freestanding emergency rooms are uninsured patients. Um, and, and then, like I said, roughly 30% is Medicaid. So the combination of those are equate to the 50% that I gave you uh, a minute ago. Uh, you're right. The emergency room is a destination site in many instances for uninsured patients because it's their only access um, in many communities to patient care. We're there for them as evidenced by the, uh, the numbers that I just gave you. Uh, and then we integrate them into our system. For HCA as a whole, roughly 10% of our patients are uninsured. Uh, these are all patient uh, volumes, and roughly 20% of our patients are Medicaid. So almost a third of our total patient load across our whole system, and we see over 32 million patients a year, are either uninsured or Medicaid, most of whom will come through our emergency rooms. And we uh, provide a, a high level of, of care to those patients, um, again, as, uh, as indicated in these numbers. And uh, that's part of, uh, I think, the difference between some of our freestanding emergency rooms and maybe some of the ones you referenced earlier. Again, I don't have all the data on them, but uh, my, my instincts are that that's a higher number than probably what is seen in uh, some of the freestanding ones. I think we've done a great job in, in covering the role of uh, this aspect of your outpatient services and, and giving our listeners a, a, a real flavor uh, let me go a little bit broader um, and, and, and ask a big picture question um, that I'm sure is, is on your mind uh, in your new position. Uh, obviously, uh, HCA Healthcare is the largest private uh, hospital system in the United States um, and uh, maybe even in the world. Um, what do you see as looking into the next five, seven years uh, even further into the future, what the role of the hospital system will be in terms of care, and uh, what can patients sort of expect uh, from at least your vision of the future and the role that that organizations like HCA Healthcare will play? Well, that's a great question. Uh, we get asked that question quite a bit uh, as we think about you know our strategy how we allocate capital, how we develop programs, and so forth. It's our belief that um, 
the need for inpatient healthcare services is going to grow. Uh, we think it's going to grow, uh, you know, somewhat consistent with what it's done in the past. And that's been uh, supported, if you will, by the, uh, the CBO and their estimates of inpatient services in the, in the next decade is spending around that. We think uh, population growth. Uh, we think um, aging of the baby boomers. We think chronic conditions. And we think even technology at times can create uh, a need for healthcare services. And by healthcare services, I'm talking about inpatient healthcare services today. I think what you will see in the future is that the hospitals will continue to play a centerpiece role in sort of the network build that we've talking about. There will, there will clearly be more outpatient facilities supporting the hospitals, and the patient population that resides in a hospital will be one in which it's more acute. And by that, I mean you're going to see more complex services offered. The patient population will tend to be sicker because there, there is a natural migration that's been going on of certain procedures moving from inpatient to outpatient thus the need for more outpatient facilities. There's technology that migrates certain patients from inpatient to outpatient. There's different clinical protocols and techniques now that allow patients to recover more quickly and therefore not need the recovery process that exists within, within the hospital. Having said all that, we think, again, there's going to be a growing need for more complex care, and the hospitals will be the centerpiece for delivering that. And so we uh, are building out our networks to be, uh, again, hospital-centric, yes, but to have as many offerings in the outpatient environment that we need in order to meet the patient's needs and, and provide the value that they're looking for. Uh, and all of that works together as a system, as information flows, as transfer protocols exist, as our physicians uh, support both our outpatient and our inpatient facilities. We think it's, it's critical, telemedicine being a piece of that, that we uh, have an integrated approach to our system. And if we do that, uh, it's going to ultimately benefit the patient so that their, their care is, is, is continuous and coordinated in a way that delivers an outcome uh, that is right for them and delivers the ultimate value that they're looking for, and that's to go home better than they were when they came into our facility. And so uh, we believe, and we're investing in this, that our hospitals will continue to play a very central role in the communities they serve. And if we can leverage what's unique about HCA to support our system, support our hospitals, then we can deliver uh, care at a very high level. Sam, you talked about the number of uh, uninsured that come in into your emergency rooms. I think it's important that we get a full picture here that the this freestanding affiliated ER really is equivalent to, in terms of requirements, to those ERs inside of a hospital campus, right? And can you explain that a bit? Well, again, as, as part of a hospital emergency room, our freestanding emergency rooms are constructed with the same standards, the same flow. They're staffed with uh, the same physicians and the same nurses. They have the same imaging equipment as our hospital emergency rooms. They're accredited by the Joint Commission in the same fashion. And we're obligated under the same federal laws, whether it's MTALA or what have you, to ensure that we are compliant with uh, those aspects of the regulatory environment, whether it's hospital emergency room or our freestanding emergency rooms. And I think the combination of all of those 
factors lead to our hospital-based emergency rooms and freestanding emergency rooms looking very similar with respect to payer mix, patient mix as far as acuity, and um, and generally um, the overall sort of operation being somewhat um, identical. It just happens to be off the campus, which is a very satisfying experience for our patients. Again, as evidenced by the fact that patient satisfaction in our freestanding emergency rooms is north of 80%, and it's around 70% in our hospital emergency rooms. Is you really taking the care to the patients? We are. Well, so much to take in. Thank you so much, Sam. That was really helpful, and I'm sure our audience um, will appreciate uh, the insights that you've offered today. Thank you, Chip. Thanks so much for listening, and be sure to subscribe to Hospitals in Focus on Apple Podcasts or Google Play, or visit our website, fah.org. It is so important that we get your feedback on our show. Please rate us and give us a review. And if you like what you hear, tell a friend. Until next time, this is Chip Kahn with Hospitals in Focus.